guys, welcome to the very first chapter of the Teen Survival Guide by our Not So Secret Diary. I'm your co-host Varuni. And I'm your co-host Tamridi. This is a series where we get special guests to give their unique insights about different facets of being a teenager in the 21st century. Whether it's academics, sports, arts, social or personal well-being, we got you covered in this special series called the Teen Survival Guide. Our first chapter is going to be covering the academic aspect of a teenager's life. We all have different methods of studying. We realized that there may be some of you who don't know what type of method you should follow. And so we decided to show you two different methods today so you can have your pick based on your preferences. So Samrithi and I have more or less the same method of studying. We, des- we designate a particular day for a particular subject and then uh, sort of do a checklist method of studying. Um, for me, this checklist would consist of reading the relevant chapters of the textbook, making notes, then learning the notes by either writing them or speaking them out loud, and then solving questions from various sources, and then finally figuring out which concepts need the most help. I have found this to be an essentially foolproof method of knowing your concepts, but we all know that test taking is another story altogether. Because this is the time when you find out how effective your study methods have act- are, actually are. Right before any exam, I don't like discussing any of the content being tested or looking at any new questions being asked. So if uh, I've realized that if I look at uh, any new questions, I end up feeling stressed. And then when the actual exam starts, I make mistakes that I could have easily avoided. So to make sure that I don't lose self-confidence and my mind remains calm throughout, I just sit at my desk, maybe breathe through my notes or just talk to my friends, just relax and calm down. During the test itself, I always underline the keywords in the question so I don't miss out on anything in the answer. That's our process. But for this episode, we knew we had to call a guest who's not only good at studying, but seems to have a relatively unique style of studying. So let's welcome our first guest of the series, Neil Agarwal, a diehard physics nerd who loves asking more questions than should be legal. He hopes that you can take away something from this episode and implement it into your own life. Hi, Neil. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. So uh, let's begin with understanding what's your approach to learning new concepts in class? Okay, so the first thing that I would say um, is there's, there's, there's two main things that I like to do. So the first thing is um, in a lot of the courses today, um, we have a syllabus guide. Um, for example, I'm doing the IBDP right now, the, IBD, the International Baccalaureate Diploma Program. Um, and I did the International General Certificate of secondary education or the IGCSEs before. So in both these courses, um, there was um, a syllabus guide provided um, with the subject code, the, the exact subject you're taking. And in each syllabus guide, they outline the specific points that you need um, to, to learn for, the, for each exam. So I like to just read through each of these um, before I learn a chapter because um, I've watched a couple of videos and learned the psychology behind it. So it turns out that if you actually know beforehand, um, exactly what you're going to learn and how everything fits into the bigger picture of that topic itself. Then when you're learning each individual unit of that whole chapter, it's much easier to understand and, you know, know where you are at in the bigger picture. And the second thing I like to do is um, it's pretty simple. Actually, it's, you know, it's like, gen- it's pretty general advice. Your teachers always told you, it's just, I just like to listen in class. So like, I find that, you know, if you just do the maths that, um, you know, like, you, like we're in school about like, we're learning properly, like content heavy, 
things for around um, six hours a day, right? In school. So if you just do the do the maths that way, like I'm spending six hours a day. If I just listen, then I've automatically gotten six hours of learning time. I don't have to spend as much time at home. So I can do other things. I can revise a bit more. But whereas, you know, if I don't listen for those six hours and I have to go home and maybe do some tuition or do it by myself, then now I have to cover that six hours plus do more things because I, I'm not processing everything properly. So all this time is, so I just like to listen in class and just read up beforehand, just a tiny bit of what I will learn. So um, the next question is, how do you reinforce these concepts at home? And what do you do in the few minutes before an exam to ensure that you don't make mistakes that you could have easily avoided? Okay, so the first question is how I reinforce my concepts. So um, it really depends on the subject. So I'm, I'm more of a person who enjoys STEM um, and rigor. So I take physics, chemistry, and maths. The, those are my, my, favorite, my three favorite subjects. And I take um, econs as well, along with Hindi and English, right? So for, especially for the STEM subjects, now in these sort of subjects, um, it's mainly something to do with mathematics. You know, I have to calculate something or I, there's a quite a logical reasoning. Like I can get from point A to point B if I know um, some sort of understanding C. So I can, go for, I can get from point A to point B um, in any question really, as long as I understand C very, very well. So I can go A to C to B, right? So I like to think of it that way. So I really just try and listen in class, like I said before. And then on top of that, I try to do as many practice questions as I can get. So I know that if I'm, if I'm solving any practice question that, that gets my way, especially these big 20 mark ones, you know, a huge structured question, they're merging many topics. If I can solve that, like a couple of those before the exam, I'm, I'm a happy guy, right? So that's what I do for mainly these STEM subjects. I try to get my hands on as many possible questions I can get from as many different types, from textbooks, from past papers, whatever it may be. Try to look, I try to get them together solve them, then I'm feeling confident. If I'm, if I'm not feeling confident, I'll spend a couple more, uh, more hours at it. The one thing I like to do, especially with when it comes to solving, like reinforcing these concepts, is I don't put some sort of quantification on how much, how many questions I'll do. I don't sit down and be like, okay, I'm gonna do 10 questions of physics today. I just start doing questions. And then when I, when it just depends on how I'm feeling. So I'm feeling like, you know, this concept, I'm really feeling like I can solve anything that's coming my way. Then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna leave this. I'm gonna move on to something different. Um, but as for economics, Hindi, English, the, uh, these things sort of go. So for econs and chemistry, I like to do something called active recall. So it's essentially, you know, instead of framing, instead of learning content um, by writing notes and that sort of stuff, I just ask myself questions. So instead of asking, like, if I want to define an element, uh, an element, I won't like just write down the definition of an element. Like I've already read it from like grade six or grade seven or something like that. So I'll just ask myself, okay. Uh, Neil define an, uh, define an element. Then I'll be like, okay, an element is blah, 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 blah. So I do that for every single syllabus point that is. And that way I cover the entire syllabus. I know each and every point I can get. But for Hindi and English, it, at least for those two subjects, it's a lot of writing and building up. Uh, languages are a long-term sort of skill you need to have. So for, Eng for English, and for English, it's more about my, my, um, my analysis skills. So that takes time. You know, you have to learn what to look for. So it's just about experience. For me, it's just about experience with the language itself, like speak it, hear it, write it. If you do all these things, if you get more and more experience with the language, you know more what to look for. I'm a big believer that if that on the day of the exam, if you have to study, then you've not done it right. So for me, the way I approach it is if, if the day before the exam, like the day before the exam, I'm cramming, then I, then I've already made, then I need to be at peace with myself that I will not do well the next day. Like that's the mentality I have that I'm, I'm a firm believer that like get all your preparation done before. If it's not done before, then I'm sorry. You don't like, I don't think I would deserve myself good marks then. Cause I'm at the mercy of my paper. I'm not really, I'm not done my own job. So 
I'm a big believer in two minutes before the exam, just chill out, uh, drink some water, chill out, mess around with your friends, crack a few jokes. Yeah, that's how I approach it. So finally, do you have any tips for people who want to start doing better academically? Um. Okay. So yeah, this is definitely something I've thought about a lot myself. So um, the the first thing I would say is you have to figure out like why are you even doing this? Like like are you doing this because your parents want you to get good marks? Are you doing this because you know your your friends are doing well and you want to impress them, so you also want to get good marks? Um. You know, are you doing this because you want to like you think university is like the end game and you know you just want to get good good university? I would figure out. I would say like a lot of the, a lot of the times people these days they just do things without really thinking for themselves and understanding why they're doing the thing, right? So I would say go out like get a notebook, get a pen, just start writing what you want. Like do you like why do you want to study? Well, like first understand like understand that you have a choice. Like the choices you could not study. Like there's no like at once you reach 15, 16, 17, like there's nobody putting a gun to your head and saying, Neil, you have to study. Like it's my own choice that I have to study. Like I can either put in the work or not put in the work. Right? It's really like there's nobody forcing me. So I have to sit down and realize why it's a good decision to make an active choice to study hard. Right? So once you understand that, then it becomes self pretty self-explanatory. Then you just have to understand the theory behind studying. Um, you can watch like videos on YouTube. That's how I learned it. I, I then I myself made a video on it on my YouTube channel, Neil Agarwal. I made that as well. But this is at the end of the day, still not studying. Spend as as much time as you feel is comfortable for the, to get comfortable with whatever you're doing. But then once you're doing that, get into it. First of all, it's not as hard as you do it, as you, you may think it is. If you plan and strategize, then things become easy. If you, instead of saying, okay, I'm going to do one hour, uh, like 12 hours on one day, you're going to say, I'm going to do one hour each month for 12 months then oh my god it's so much easier well you know like just see what works for you like okay what makes you tick do you want to study with the timer do you want to study with the pomodoro method like what works for you then after that just do it every single day like it's all about consistency uh, like once you figure out what you the way you like how you yourself tick then it's consistency it's i mean discipline is not really about i'm not telling you that you know do it Absolutely, every day, 365, you're on holiday, doesn't matter, study. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying when you're on holiday, dude, chill out a bit. You know, you can go and enjoy your life a bit. But otherwise, discipline really means that, you know, you stop studying for one day because you, you, you had an event to go to, you had to go to somebody's house. I understand. The next day, you're back at it again. So get that consistency involved. And then just, like, if you've done the work, then there's nothing to be scared of. Like, just sit, like, two minutes before the exam and just be like, yo, I'm going to crush this. Then go and crush it because you've done the work. So that's, that, that, that's what I would say. Thank you. Thank you so much for your very insightful tips. I'm sure our listeners found it very insightful. Pleasure. It was a pleasure coming on this. I hope people got something from this. And yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Through this chapter, we learned that when learning new concepts in class, always refer to the syllabus guide to know what you're expecting in each topic. Also, make sure you listen in class because simply actively listening to what's being taught ensures that you're taking in a significant chunk of the content and making good use of your time. For STEM subjects, try to master the method or understanding by doing practice questions. As for social sciences, like econs, use active recall and ask yourself questions to reinforce concepts. For languages, they are a long-term skill, so keep exposing yourself to said language. If you need to study the, a day before the exam, then it means that you're not prepared. And Neil says that you should just chill out before an exam. If you want to do better academically, first find out your reason for wanting to do so. Search for a study method of your choice and finally get cracking. Consistency is key. We hope you enjoyed this episode. 
of the Teen Survival Guide. Stick around for the next chapter coming to you on the 5th of March. Until next time. Bye.